Hi, mermaids! Coming at you for a couple things today. First up is just a little of housekeeping, which is that I'm now going to make this into a Monday and Friday every week anchor, unless I am in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean somewhere and can't get internet connection. That's the only way I'm going to allow myself not to do this with the occasional special weekend Saturday or, sun Saturday or Sunday update. Um, and the reason for that is that I came on here earlier and I tried to record this and it didn't work and I hit Google Assistant and erased it all and got a little frustrated and almost walked away and then the important thing is that I actually said at first was I'm going to try to make this into a Monday and Friday anchor and then everything happened and I realized that I just gave myself an out that <laughs> as soon as you say try it really is the Star Wars thing and I know it's in everyone's heads at the moment with it being released but you know Yoda there's <laughs> a reason why we love him it's because he is wise and that is there is is no try it's do or you don't and as soon as we tell ourselves try our little brain clicks in a gear and starts going okay now I have an out because our lizard brain as I wrote my medium article <laughs> you know that it wants to protect us lizard brain does not want change even if the change is good so our brain will kill us in trying to keep us safe <laughs> like, um, yeah and this is the important thing because no matter what the brain's not stupid and it knows that change requires growth any kind of growth even good growth involves change and we just gloss that over and I'm so glad to see actually lately that um, maybe because I've started talking about it you know the messy middle and the caterpillar and everything else I'm seeing it everywhere it's the whole you know once you start talking about something you start seeing evidence of it different places and people are really starting to talk about it recognize it and I'm trying to see it more in feeds I am not by any means saying that I'm taking credit for this whatsoever. What I'm saying is that once you start realizing something and thinking about it and talking about it, all of a sudden you'll start seeing it everywhere. You know, it's like the car. You know, you buy a car and all of a sudden everyone has your car. How did that happen? So that is what I'm saying. And this whole messy middle thing is something that I think that now that I've really embraced it and started working with it and trying to help other people work with it, the universe is really setting myself up that I can see this and other people and find help and, um, yeah, have other people that I can share this message with and be like, look, I'm not the only person. And that's also nice sometimes to feel like you're not the only person beating your own drum, feeling like a crazy person marching through the woods. But you know what? Even if I was a crazy person marching through the woods, um, I think that's okay. I need to embrace that. I need to be me. I need to stop trying to um, live a life based on what other people think. And I know a lot of people also say, Sherry, you're probably one of the few people who we would never ever think that of and in a lot of ways it's true I don't I I do kind of define things for myself and do things for myself um but I don't do as much as I would like still from fear and for me you know throwing the kids on a boat and sailing along the coast is not something I'm afraid of or at least it's not the kind of fear that would stop me but the fear of bothering people that stops me. The fear that um, by talking about these things and by being visible people get annoyed that stops me the thought that, you know, by calling other people to embrace their creativity and live their most active creative life means that I'm telling people to really just fully stand in their own power and be who they are. Because since I've started standing in my own power and, and learning who I am and moving towards being that person I could really be, um, I'm also I've learned that I've had some self-sabotaging behavior, which mostly comes down to I'm afraid of people thinking who does she think she is and annoying them and... Um, pushing them away type thing. And I have also come to the realization that that's fine, guys. You know, when it comes to your creativity, when it comes to your life, you know, this is really breaking out of that golden cage. It's it's realizing that not everyone's going to like it, that you will be a mirror to some people holding up to them what they want or what they don't want, but also in a very negative way, and they will react to it. And 
as human beings, we don't like that. We don't like it when people don't react to us nicely. <laughs> we don't like it when people kind of look at us and pray in our own fears and say, who do you think you are? And you know what? I think I'm someone who wants to embrace a creative life and live my life to the fullest potential and be really happy doing it. And if that's a problem, you've got the problem. <laughs> and I think this is something that actually is much harder to say and do. And and this is where um, I realized that I've been doing this to my own self. And um, I've been rereading Light is the New Black, which is just fantastic by Rebecca Campbell. Um, highly, highly recommend it. And I just, um, what inspired me to come up here and start doing this again, too, was that she said, you know, that the teacher, the one who really should be teaching this is the person who's basically had it <laughs> the lesson learned over and over again, you know, they've been hammered with it. And I realized that this is something that I have been hammered with, this whole fear of creating and fear of moving forward. And my anchor's almost up, so I'm going to stop for a second and start again. Okay, and continuing. And the thing is, with showing up and starting again, and really also looking at some of your own demons, especially the ones you really ignored and pretend didn't exist, because we all do it, guys. We all do it. No matter how much we think that we're walking in our own path, I think this is something that's huge and something that actually my, um, something I really learned by working through with uh, Sarah K. Jones and her um, healing archetypes is that sometimes <laughs> the more in touch you are with some of your more um, creative and more healing aspects, the more you can also pull the wool over your eyes and the more, you know, the light within shadow is working together. It's embracing everything. It's going down into the basement and looking at that wonky foundation and going, okay, this is the work we have to do. It's not going back up top and building the pretty house, even though the foundations below are rotted and about to collapse on you. And this is something that we often do. We're like, okay, I need to do some self-improvement, so I'm going to work on the shiny outside of my house. And I don't mean, you know, buying new clothes or getting new hair, although that's absolutely part of it. But sometimes, actually, it's much better when you do this inside work and then the shiny new clothes and hair comes from <laughs> the feeling that you actually deserve it and this is who and it's you know the as um inside out concurrency which is something that i've been really loving working with um stasia's style school and anyone who ever thinks about doing it if you're listening to this you know you can pm me and ask me what i think about it but i can tell you right now just don't hesitate book and book because she sells out like within 24 hours for a reason because she actually helps you do the inside out concurrency it's not about trying to match the outside and then building the inside from what you want to project it's who are you and then projecting that and i love that and it's been so helpful and so wonderful and i really have been embracing that and realizing that and that's one thing i really liked about the um rebecca campbell book and realizing that this is a story that i learn over and over again and this is something that's okay and I can help people get through the messy middle. <laughs> I can help people embrace their creativity because this is something that I have kept going. And each time it's higher, you know, each hurdle is a new hurdle. And every time you think, like I said, you think you're a butterfly and you're like, yeah, I got it. And you do until you hit the next level. And now you've got a whole new platform. You go back to being a caterpillar and you go back to being a dissolved, bubbly, gunky mess of the messy middle as you work through your shit. And you will always have to work through your shit. It's just going to happen and continue on. So, yes. And part of the reason why I want to do this, too, is, again, like I said, I was thinking about the whole try thing. And it doesn't matter, actually, if you're going on a world trip or if you are going to try to publish a book or do a podcast or do whatever creative little thing. You always have a reason not to do it. You don't have time. You don't have money. You can't get the space. And that's all true. And something that's really been driven home to me of late is how important it is to 
not like you're already there. And I didn't understand that at first. I was kind of like, oh, so I should spend money I don't have, believing that it'll just magically appear in my bank account. And I've done it. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people have done it. Um, but it's definitely something that I have been guilty of in the past. And occasionally now, I'm like, oh, I'll figure that out next month when it's due. <laughs> but more importantly, I think that it's if that's not what showing up and acting like you're already there is about. What it is about is doing the things you should be doing to get you there, but doing them because you assume you're already there. And I know that sounds a bit convoluted, so instead I'll just give some examples and try to explain a bit more because I'm mostly just talking right now as opposed to actually planning anything out. Um, I will write about this later, but right now I just want to talk and make myself show up. <laughs> you know, like, no more excuses. It's the messy middle. It's raw. It's not necessarily bad. It's just um, not polished. This is the not polished <laughs> version of it. And so what I mean by that is, perfect example is, I just recently started working with Peace for People. Because I knew that once I started making money with my um, books and with my um, little company, I don't know, Creative Mermaids, I don't want it to be a company, I want it to be like this wonderful creative collective, but um, it is my little baby business. And so yeah, when I started my baby business, how's that? I knew that I wanted to use some of the proceeds to go towards various charities. And two that were very important to me was um, one that works with education and the other would be also working with sex workers. And I have yet to find a charity that, uh, so if you know someone who works with child trafficking and rehabilitation of people getting out of the sex trafficking and sex working trade, um, you know, really forced into it against their will, please let me know because I am looking for something there. But the other thing is that um, I also wanted to work with education. I did find someone there. It was Peace for People. I asked around. I had um, people I really trust come to me and be like, this organization is not just fabulous, but the money actually makes it to the people. And so I will continue this in two seconds. So, trying again. Uh, my own messy middle is happening here at the moment. Normally I stop these at around the five minute point because I'm doing Anchor, and Anchor fits perfectly with the Creative Mermaids. A little bit messy, a little bit raw, but done. You know, you don't need fancy podcasting equipment. You just literally, you don't need hosting, you don't need nothing. You just hit a button and you start talking into the microphone, which is actually the microphone as part of my tablet, and I just talk. <laughs> so, um, the important thing is getting the creation out there, getting it done, showing up type thing. So, but, but, but then... It also means that I don't have a special space. I'm also living with my parents at the moment, um, Patrick, cross the Atlantic, and I have no hesitation or guilt in saying that I did not want to spend three weeks crossing the Atlantic with two small children. Um, I do not regret this at all, <laughs> but the point is that I'm also not in my own space. Um, and so sometimes I'm running from one end of the house to the other, avoiding children chasing me <laughs> or um, other people trying to talk to me. And this is exactly what just happened. My child just decided to have a meltdown and in between the two anchors. So this is messy middle, guys. It's creating anyway. It's not trying, it's doing. Because I have to admit, if I had not have made this as a non-negotiable, if I had not said to myself that I am doing this now, Mondays and Fridays, every single week, unless I'm in the middle of the Atlantic and can't get a connection, I totally would have let this messy middle take me down at the knees. You know, <laughs> like I would have been like, that's it. I can't, I can't get the time. I can't actually have five seconds to myself to get this finished. I guess in total it'll be about 15 minutes. But the point being is that even though there's another adult in the house, I totally would have been like, I just can't. And I would have given up. 
But now I'm like, you know what? No, I made this a non-negotiable. I don't care if it's raw. <laughs> I don't care if it's stitched together. It's going out. And I can grow from this. I can learn from this. But if I don't do it, it'll never happen. And this is what it comes down to. This is what I mean when I say that you have to act like you're already there. It's not spending money you don't have right now. It's not making promises to do something you literally can't do right now. But it is actually doing the things you can do right now. So right now I cannot tell someone that I can fly tomorrow and speak on stage. I just can't do it. I don't have childcare. I don't have the logistics to be able to do that. But what I can do is show up. I can talk. I can say, this is my promise to myself. I'm going to talk to the Creative Mermaids community and I'm going to do it no matter what. And if it takes three hours of running around, then I will do that. Although literally it won't take three hours, but you know what I mean. That there's, it's just basically a non-negotiable. And you know, he's fine now. There was a five minute meltdown. I'm back downstairs in the basement, hiding in the corner and it's all okay. And it's non-negotiable. So going back on to what I meant, what I meant, and I was speaking properly anymore. <laughs> what I meant about, yeah, let these creative mermaids um, things be like the crazy journals. Um, yeah, not the crazy journals. That's actually really horrible. I didn't mean to say that. I'm just a little bit flustered right now. And like I said, it's all coming out a bit more raw. So sorry I offended anyone there because that's really inappropriate to say. But, and especially coming from the messy middle, because it can really feel like that's crushing you sometimes. The more important thing is to act like you've already been there. And so when it came to this piece for people who were also doing a fundraiser, if you're listening to it this week of December 15th, 2017, on the Facebook page, they are doing a um, fundraiser. And they've already hit their goal, but the goal was low. It was 200 euros. No, 200 pounds. Now, as of right now, they're at 600. And I think it's definitely the kind of thing that's smashing goals, fully encouraged. So go over there and feel free to donate. And as I said, anytime you do a Creative Mermaids course or the Creative and Vibrant Living Academy, you are also donating to them. So just so you know that. But I also kind of went with, I really want to do this, but I didn't feel big enough. I didn't feel like I was, had enough to offer. And I approached them and was like, look, I'm a baby business and I really can't tell you how much it's going to be. I don't know. And... At the same time, I'm so glad I did it because he said, everything counts. Everything counts. And he's really happy that I'm able to send him anything. And so I was able to do a very small donation, um, more than zero. <laughs> it was not what I would have really loved to be able to give. And at the same time, it was something. And it was like, this is what they mean by acting like you're already there. You know, showing up, asking people, look, this is where I want to be. Can I help you now? can I do it? And maybe they say, no, actually, you're not big enough. Come back in a year. But if you wait until you're big enough, how do you know you're big enough? There's always a reason to stop you. There's always something else that's going to nag you and pull you back and keep you from moving forward and doing what you need to do to be creative and live your vibrant life or set out again on a sailboat and sail away. Or, you know, there's always bills to be paid. There's always commitments to someone else. There's never a good time, which is why you need to start now. You don't know how much time you have. So just start it. One last second for one last commitment. Yeah. So part four and the last part, and which if this is all stitched together appropriately, and hopefully it is, it's more or less no breaks. It's <laughs> me going, oh, I'm going to stop now. Because like I said, raw, if not polished, but you know, it's the uncut diamond. You can find out the goodness. And the point is that um, stop giving yourself excuses. Stop giving yourself little ways out. Show up, do it, embrace it. Eat it for five minutes. Five minutes can make such a big difference that maybe tomorrow it's five and a half. Or maybe in a week's time you manage to work it up to a half an hour. Or at least if you miss a day, then all of a sudden you really feel it. To really just say, okay, 
if I was there, whatever your dream is, whether it's to be, you know, a writer or to sail around the world or to conquer it, I don't know. But you have to think to yourself, what would that person do? If right now, the person I want to be, if that child is crying, would she throw everything out and comfort that child and then not go back? Or would she say, okay, I'm going to hit pause because this is the ability I have from working at home. I'm going to go, I'm going to cuddle him. And then when he comes down, yes, there was some frustration in having to be interrupted, but then do I say, okay, that's it, it's over, and just not bother anymore? Or do I say, okay, he's comforted, and now I will go back. Because for a very long time, I let that stop me. I let myself lie on the couch and go, I'm exhausted. I'm emotionally exhausted. I'm physically exhausted. And now even when I try, it stops. And that's got to be a sign from the universe. I'm not meant to do it. And in fact, it's just a sign from the universe. It's testing you if you really want to do it or not. It wants to know if you're going to get back up off that couch, open up the notebook, and start taking new notes, or flap up the laptop and start typing, or if it's a case of, oh, he's back, or yes, mama's here, and or he's coming back and saying, now it's time to be with us again, because it's the end. But that's the point, to try and keep trying and not give up and not let things derail you. Thank you, mermaids. See you on Monday.